welcome to Healing SIBO, IBS, and Gut Dysfunction. I'm Monica Boyle. You can find me at betterhealthbymonica.com or betterhealthbymonica is also my handle on Instagram and Facebook. Um, this podcast goes along with the ebook, The Holistic Healing Guidebook for SIBO, IBS, and gut dysfunction that you can find on my website and on Amazon. Hopefully at this point it's on there. Um, and this is a bonus episode. So I thought that I would take some time to describe functional lab testing. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. Some of you may have no idea what functional lab testing is. So let's get into it. So we're all familiar with going to the doctor and getting lab work done. Our doctor says, I really want to see your markers for cholesterol, for your fatty liver, you know, enzymes, or, you know, for your hemoglobulin or, or blood sugar, so on. And we go to the doctor, we go to the lab, we get the blood work done, or, you know, even a urine analysis or whatever they want. And then the results come back. And then the doctor basically tells us, where we are, you know, like, okay, you either have this or you don't, or you're either at risk of this or you don't. It's kind of like you're either in or you're out, right? Or maybe there's cause for concern or there's no cause for concern. So we're all familiar with the way that 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 whole system works. Some of you may not know that you can actually get a lot of lab testing done on yourself through private lab companies. You usually need a licensed practitioner to uh, access these tests, but that's what I do as I am not licensed myself, but as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner um, through FDN, it's under the umbrella of licensed practitioner. So I'm able to facilitate these lab tests and consult a licensed practitioner with each test. So you have multiple pairs of eyes kind of looking over your results and distinguishing where, uh, where to go with your personal case. And that's kind of a plus for clients who seek FDNs. But these tests range in all kinds. It's really, it's the wild west out there with these lab tests. Most of them can be done at home and they range from specimens like stool, urine, saliva, blood, skin, tissue, hair, you know, etc. And they can test for all sorts of things like hormone imbalance, thyroid, um, microbiome composition, you know, what's going on in the gut, yeast, bacteria, fungi, uh, food sensitivity, metabolic profile. You can even get real specific. You can do heavy metals. You can do mold toxicity. I mean, really the list goes on and on, but it's very hard to navigate this on your own, first of all, because of the overwhelming amount of tests out there and the overwhelming way that certain labs go about it. Everybody's kind of different. So one thing that's important to understand about functional lab testing versus conventional lab testing or what you get at your doctor's office. When you go and get those lab results with your doctor, they get those results back and they compare them to the entire population. So they have a broader range of numbers here to compare you to. They understand who in that range is in a chronic disease category, right? So they understand who the sick people are according to their lab results. And 
they determine if you're either in that category, you're out of that category, or you're maybe at risk. But with functional lab testing and with some labs, not all labs have done this, but some labs, they don't compare your results to the entire population. They compare your results to a healthy population. So we have a better understanding of where you stand and where you need to be essentially, because we don't wanna be compared to the entire population. We know that the entire population, I know that it's bold, it's blunt, but it's true, it's not, we're not very healthy as a population. And so I don't want my lab results to be compared to everybody. I want to know what are the healthy people look like? You know, where, when they're the people who are not symptomatic, who are feeling great, they have great energy, their digestive systems are functioning well, what do their lab markers look like? I want to be compared to that so that I know where I need to be. Now, with that said, we're going to talk about interpretation in a second, but there's some caveats to that as well. But the biggest thing to understand is this: these ranges that are different, and that's what kind of sets apart functional labs from conventional labs, is the fact that we're not comparing you to the entire population like your doctor may be. They might not be, but your doctor may be doing that. We're trying to compare you to a healthy population so that we have a better idea of where you stand according to those, those healthy markers, right? Now, with interpretation, that's really key with all of this. Um, not only is it important to have healthy ranges or have optimal ranges that we're comparing you to, but it's important to know what to do with these lab results. You know, when you go to your doctor and you get your lab results, your doctor kind of has the final say and is the only person that really knows what's going on. They they tell you either you're you're chronically ill or you're not, you know, or you're somewhere in between or we you know, there's no cause for concern right now, but in the future, you know, come back when you're continuing to feel ill. So there's no room for preventative measures in that conversation. And there's no room for real education. It's not like the doctor always, this is not always the case. I know there are some doctors out there that really try to communicate effectively with their patients if they have the time. But the way that the model is, and we'll talk about this in my other podcast about the the reality of the medical system, is that a lot of these doctors just don't have the time to spend with their patients to make sure that they truly understand what's going on in their body. And so with functional lab testing, And actually, let me just backtrack and explain that a little further. You know, you you get your results back. You know either there's cause for concern or there isn't, and it kind of leaves it at that. There's no room for, well, let's talk about what you can do. There's no room for talking about what those results mean, what they indicate about your body. And so with functional lab testing, if you have the right practitioner and they understand those lab results, they need to be taking the time or they should be, I know, I think, especially if you're 
working in this more health coach setting, they need to take the time to explain what those results mean to you. What does that mean about your body? And what are the patterns that we're seeing? So it's not as black and white as maybe what you're used to being exposed to in the medical industry. It's a lot more relative and and we want to see the bigger picture. We want to see do the test results correlate with your symptoms? And what are the test results really indicating about the body? Where are they pointing to? You know, if you have a lack of pancreatic enzymes, if you have uh, an issue with fat digestion and we're seeing fat in your stool, then those two things are pointing to lack of stomach acid, lack of pancreatic enzymes, you know, digestive dysfunction. And then you can start to kind of peel back the layers to get to that root problem. And so that's really the difference between functional lab testing is, yes, the labs itself, the way that they present the information to us, but also it's about the interpretation and what we do with those results. It's not about diagnosing. It's, it's, we're not going to say, oh, you know, I think that we see you have hypothyroid. I mean, sure, we can suspect and that would be something that we would direct you to your doctor to get if you wanted that diagnosis. This is more about finding those weak links and, you know, putting together the puzzle pieces here. And sorry for all of these metaphors, but... I'm trying to get people to understand how it's used in a completely different context. And it can be very useful when you want to approach health holistically, because then we don't have to focus on the diagnosis, you know, the treatment for that diagnosis or the protocol for that condition, because that's the conventional way of doing it. What we want to do is use those test results, use that interpretation to build a holistic protocol. So we keep all of those things in mind and we know where we need to start, where we need to support your body the most. And then we go from there kind of like working one thing at a time. So I'd like to give a bit of an example here. So we have something called a PCR stool test. So basically you're gonna poop in something, send it to a lab. Well, not all of the poop, but you're gonna scoop out some parts of your poop, put it into a vial, and then send that to the lab. And the lab is gonna be able to determine the composition of your gut through the DNA that these bacterial species leave in your poop and we're able to see the quantity of it, you know, how much of a certain species do you have in your gut. And it's very helpful and it's really the best we have right now and it's continuing to get better and better with different types of, of PCR stool tests. Um, but being able to see how much of yeast, fungi, and bacteria or viruses or parasites that we have in our gut is really a great tool or um, you know, revelation in our health journey because we can't really heal if we have pathogens, especially something like a parasite or something that really deserves something a little more specific in order to achieve that more holistic 
approach. So that that is a little bit of a caveat there where, yes, we, we want to be focusing on all the things that lifestyle um, contributes to. But again, the testing allows us to target things that won't allow us to progress if it's something that you know needs to be addressed. So let's say we do this stool test and your symptoms are hormonal imbalances, you know, you've got skin issues, you've got some diarrhea or serious digestive issues, uh, bloating, you know, it's kind of chronic, you've got some mood issues going on here. So we get the stool test back and we already know from maybe a previous hormone test, like a Dutch test, that your hormones are definitely out of balance, you have excess estrogen, um, you know, you've got some methylation issues going on, some pathway issues, if you don't know what I'm saying, just stick with me. Um, you get the PCR test back, and or the stool test back, and you see that you have a massive overgrowth of opportunistic bacteria that causes inflammation. You have a lot of normal flora bacteria too, but those are high in overcrowding as well. We see that maybe you have fat in your stool. We see that you have some lack of digestive enzymes, like I mentioned before. And then there's a marker that tells us about your detoxification. And we see that your liver is clogged up and you're unable to get rid of some of this stuff. And so we start to get answers to why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And we're correlating those symptoms. All of that stuff contributes to skin issues, to digestive issues, to mood issues. And that is something that you would go through with your practitioner explaining why. And then the next step is, well, what are we going to do about it? Well, rather than just blindly kind of approaching things, saying, try this, try this, try this, now we have a more directed uh, protocol that we can go on where we can tackle the overgrowth of bacteria. We can support your body with um, enzymes, you know, digestive enzymes or something to help you break down that fat because you're unable to break down that fat. And we can focus on detoxification before we even do any of that because we know it, the, the test allows us to um, be able to put things in order appropriately. So before we even tackle the overgrowth of bacteria, we need to deal with the detoxification because we see by your lab results that you would not handle um, a, a an eradication protocol very well. So lab testing is very valuable, but at the same time, it is not something to be overused and to be used poorly right we can if we're doing a bunch of tests and then now we're we're just going after like for instance i just i just laid out for you all the things that we could do according to those lab results you know we give you antimicrobials we give you detox you know liver support we give you um pancreatic enzymes and all of this stuff but again that is targeting specific to the test results but if we're not thinking about the whole picture here and all the things that caused your body to be in this situation in the first place then none of that is even going to matter but see it's about utilizing it appropriately so I hope that made some sense. But the biggest takeaways here is that functional lab testing is different from 
what you're used to at your doctor. It's compared to optimal ranges, so we have a better idea of where you need to be, and the interpretation process is totally different. You, you, I spend the time to make sure my clients understand what these results mean about their body and then how we're going to go about changing their health for the better based on those results. So I hope that made sense and I didn't ramble too much. Um, One of the best ways to really understand this is to start doing some labs on yourself. And if that's something you're interested in, if you are experiencing symptoms, then don't hesitate to reach out, schedule a free consultation with me. You can go to my website, betterhealthbymonica.com, and we can have a little chat for free about all of this. So I hope you learned a thing or two and got a better idea of what functional lab testing is all about. And thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.